Amen, amen, amen. We would like to recognize the bishop in the house, uh, Sanders. We thank you for joining us along with your family and, and church members. So thank you all for joining Archdeacon Sanders as we celebrate his birthday. Amen. Amen. We want to recognize the man of God in the house. Amen. Amen. Heart of Faith, y'all just wave at him and just tell him welcome. Welcome. But you know, when you, when you know your family, we don't actually have to say anything to you because you know you're always welcome. Amen? Amen, amen, amen. Uh, we have come to a time in our program where you can give back to God what he's loaned you for a little while. Amen? Amen, amen. So we ask that our deacons, if they would come forward as we prepare ourselves for our giving, we would like to continue to ask you to recognize our building fund. Uh, it is first Sunday, but anytime you're able to give, we ask that you give. Most holy and gracious Father, once more we come to you right now, Lord. We come to you thanking you for another opportunity to give back what you have given to us. Lord, we thank you for continuing to bless us and keep you. And Lord, we continue to want to recognize you in this place. Lord, thank you for those that have the desire to give and, and bless them as they give forth in this offering. But, Lord, we always ask for a special blessing for those who don't have. And we ask that the next time there's an opportunity for them to give, that they have it to give back to you. We thank you and we love you. And the church said amen. 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 Our deacons will come through the sanctuary as we continue to practice social distancing. Uh, and they'll come through and collect your offerings. Amen. 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 We thank you for your giving. Amen, amen. like the Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen. As we prepare ourselves for our altar, we ask that if Patterson, Pastor Patterson, if he would come forward and take us before the Lord, we do invite you to come down to the altar. We ask that you stay with the family that you arrived with, but again, you are welcome to come or you can remain in your seats, but Pastor Patterson is going to take us to the Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen, amen. I said, everyone, to please stand. 
I ask that you set your minds, your heart, and your spirit on God as we go before God. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we first want to thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be in your presence, dear Lord. Lord, my Father God, we pray and ask that you forgive us of our sins, dear God, knowing and unknowing, O oh, Heavenly Father. Lord, for as we come to you, dear Lord, for the issues that we may have going on in our life, O oh, Heavenly Father, Lord, my Father God, we know you know our hearts, dear God. So for whatever needs to be fixed in our hearts, O oh, Heavenly Father, we pray and ask that you fix it, dear God. Let it be according to your will, O oh Heavenly Father. Lord, my Father God, if there's a person that we need to forgive, O oh Heavenly Father, Lord, give us the strength, the mindset, O oh Heavenly Father, to forgive that individual, dear God. Lord, my Father God, give us the heart to love on that person, O oh Heavenly Father. Lord, my Father God, we pray and ask that you just put the desire in our heart to continue to seek your kingdom, O oh heavenly Father. For your, your word says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, O oh heavenly Father. Lord, my Father God, we just want to seek you first, O oh heavenly Father. And block out everything else that may be going on in our hearts and our minds and inside of our lives, oh dear God. Lord, my Father God, we pray and ask that you take control over our lives, O oh heavenly Father. Lord, have us to submit ourselves up unto you, unto you, O Heavenly Father, to submit the flesh and our spirits unto your Holy Spirit, dear God. Lord, we pray and ask that your Holy Spirit rise up in us, dear Lord. So as we walk these streets, O Heavenly Father, the fruit of the Spirit comes out of us, O dear Lord. Lord, if there be any man in lack, O Heavenly Father, I pray and ask that you change his mindset first, that they have no lack, O Heavenly Father. Change the spirit, O oh Heavenly Father. If they say they are in lack, O oh Heavenly Father, rise up the spirit and let them know that they are filled in Jesus, O oh Heavenly Father. Lord, my Father God, if there's any man that is hurting and afflicted, O oh Heavenly Father, I pray and ask that they be healed in your son Jesus' name, dear God. In your son Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. Amen. y'all know Jesus will. Y'all know this song. Come on, stand up on your feet and give God some praise. Because I know he will. He'll fight your battles. Amen? Every single one of those. Hallelujah.
come on and bless the Lord. will he'll fight my battles all I have to do is keep still he'll fight my battles amen amen just extend your hand and say Jesus will I know he will yes how many of you are fighting a battle right now the word says keep still he'll fight your battles yes you just keep forgiveness in your heart because God will. He'll make everything all right. Amen. 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 I got some believers in the house. I have some believers in the house. Amen. 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 I ask that each and every one of you stand to your feet as we recognize this beautiful man of God. As he comes forward and brings the word to you, I present to you my bishop. My bishop, Bishop John W. Baines. Amen. Amen. Right. Good morning. Good morning. I pray that all of you are doing okay out there. Uh, go ahead, sit down. We're going to get right into the word. But before we get into the word, uh, I want to ask you guys to help me. Uh, you know, because, you know, our, I like to call them our seasoned saints. They, they pioneer the way. And they, they help us along the way through life. So what I, I want to do, um, because it's, it's uh, my good dear friend, uh, look at him as, as, as what he means to me as a, as a, a friend, uh, and, and all of that, you know, that, that took me, even though I was his supervisor, as I told you all all the time, and y'all know that he's special to me because I always talk about him. Uh, but he took, even though I was his supervisor, he took me under his wings and he taught me. Because I was only 25 years old. I had a great task ahead of me and I was dealing with a whole lot of obstacles that was working against me. Um, but uh, but he, he was right there for me through the whole way. Uh, and I appreciate that. But what I want to do since he's celebrating his birthday, uh, I call him Big George. Big George, how old are you now? <laughs> 86. I thought it was 87, but it's 86. And, and we also recognize Mother Davis, who's 90, 90 years old. Amen. We want to recognize, recognize these pioneers who before us, you know, uh, they, they are older now, they are seasoned, but we'll learn. And, and back in my younger days, uh, started pastoring at about 25, somewhere around in there. But uh, Mama Davis, raise your hand. I was younger then and probably stayed in a lot of trouble, but tell you what, I wasn't afraid of nobody because I know Mama Davis every Wednesday and Sunday that she set foot in the church, if anything go down, I know Mama Davis had a gun somewhere. I don't know if it was a 38 or what, but she made me feel comfortable. And I already told y'all at work, I wasn't worried about nothing. 
Because all I know, Big George, if he made it to that ye little yellow and white car, it was going to be on. Because he kept a trunk load of guns out there. So, but now I done got older and I done meddled out. And I thank God for that. But what I want you all to help me to do, I want to be a blessing to him for his birthday. Now, I'm not asking you all to give no certain amount. If you don't want to give, you don't have to. I'm not going to say nothing bad. God is not going to punish you. But I want to say this. Based on you all that, 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 that I pastor, uh, what you see and what you have in God now is primary because he protected the anointing that was on my life uh, that God uh, had me in store for you all. So he, he was one of the ones that, that covered me and protected me. And uh, when I say covered me and protected me, he protected me because all the forces of evil was against me. Uh, and the plots, I've been through it all. If you ever wanted, I done told you all the story before, but he was the one that risked probably losing his job, but he stood up for what was right. And did, did, and did we suffer? Yes, give me some more uh, volume on, on this mic. Yeah, we, we suffered, but it was a good suffering. So what I want to do, if you all don't mind, thank you, Deacon Omar. You know, if, if you all, you can just, you can hold it up and uh, Deacon Omar come around and get it from you. And if you don't put nothing in, that's fine. And if you don't hold up nothing, that's fine. It's good because he's going to leave here with something anyway. Uh, I, I just want to be a blessing to him because, uh, and I know I can never repay him, uh, Lady Bennett, for, for what he, you know, done for me. But God has blessed him because he didn't know that his primary responsibility was watching over. How many of you know whenever God has anointed something or someone, God always has someone there to watch over to make sure and keep him on the right road. We, we never had words, even though when he disagreed with me, his words would always be, well, okay, Rev, well, you the supervisor, so, you know, it's whatever you say, you know. But I've always respected his, his, uh, yeah. Okay, got one up front here. And while y'all doing that, you know, I, I put out some handouts right here. To, uh, I put it there because I want y'all to have this so if I don't finish this message, um, I want y'all to have that because it's very, very important. What we want to talk about today is tapping into the supernatural power of God. As believers, you take that to him. I don't know how much it is, but just... Uh, yeah, yeah. If you, if you cash out the church, uh, let me know how much. Uh, in fact, we'll just take care of that right now. The cash app to the church is dollar sign H-O-W-F-C. So if you, if you send the cash app, let me know. I tell you what, where's Sister Shirley at? Find it. Come, come here. Go, go ahead and, and get it and sit over there. So Shirley, and if anyone cash app the church uh, for Archdeacon Sanders, let Sister Shirley know, and if it's enough cash in there, she could pull it out. She'll just be sitting right over there in that chair right there. But take the money with you. 
take your money with you. So if you cash after church, just let, okay, um, just yeah, let her know how much you cash app, and she'll take it out there and get it to him. And then at the, at the uh, I, I, don't, I don't know, uh, uh, Deacon uh, Sanders, if you can uh, let me know uh, any part during the service, uh, y- y- if you want to write it down, send it up here by your grandbaby. It don't make a difference if I'm preaching or not. Most people don't understand. The Holy Spirit don't leave when you're dealing with money and all of that. You know, so we can stop in the midst. But I want you all to really get this. I want you all to really get it. Tapping into the supernatural power of God because in these days and times, there are so many believers in the body of Christ that is, is walking in the natural and don't understand the supernatural, walking in the natural, don't understand the spiritual, and uh, don't understand the supernatural power that we have as individuals. You, you ought not to be defeated by the devil. You ought not to be defeated by demons because God has empowered us, but you have to know how to tap in. So I, what I gave you, something you can follow along with me, you can mark it up, or if you happen to fall asleep, you can wake up and you can re-go over it just as long as you get it within you. Amen? Will y'all do that for me? Because it makes a pastor's job much more, uh, um, I don't want to say easier, but more fulfilled when you uh, have the word of God in you. So to tap into something or someone is to get connected with the aim of benefiting from whatever is flowing within the thing or person. When a wire gets connected to electricity, current flows immediately to and through the wire just connected. Amen? In the same way, when a man connects himself into the supernatural power of God, the supernatural power of God flows to and through him. Y'all know the, the, the scripture that mostly we have quoted, uh, how the oil that they poured on Aaron rolled down his face and his beard unto his garment. And we normally say as long as we stay near the garment, then the oil eventually will hit us. So we're talking about tapping into the supernatural of God, supernatural power of God, because we are more than conquerors. We are beings to be reckoned with. But you need to understand as we get to that, there is two different supernatural powers, okay? So again, when the wire get connected, in other words, when you plug into the outlet, immediately you have power. If you don't believe me, if you want to do a test, I can get you a piece of metal and you can stick it in one of those sockets and you will see immediately it is power. Immediately you will feel it, amen? Have anyone tried that? I didn't, I, I, well, when I was a kid, and then when I was an adult, some of my stupidity ways of thinking I could really do it until we call getting bit by it, you know. So we talk about, you know, the same way that when you are connected, this is what you need to understand. Somebody's going to be helped today, whether you're here or watching. When you are connected, when God connects you with his man, a woman, we're talking about Jeremiah 3.15, I give you. In other words, I'm going to connect you with something that's after my own heart. 
So when you connect with him, you're not just connecting with a man, but you're connecting with the supernatural power of God. Because God has placed everything in him that you need. He said in that verse, and he shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. So whatever you need supernaturally, you have to be connected. Amen? Now the term supernatural speaks of something of power that is not natural but above natural. So that's where you have to understand the difference between natural and supernatural. Supernatural supersedes the natural. The reason that most of us are not experiencing victory in our life is because we are still operating in the natural. Amen? See, whenever, and, and watch this here. You can't get this overnight. You can't get it tomorrow. See, I'm, I'm, you know, Brother Jermaine, can, can you be my model for about two seconds? Brother Jermaine. Brother Jermaine is a bodybuilder, y'all. See, now, he got muscles on top of muscles. Now, back in the day when I met Brother Jermaine, he didn't look like this. Brother Jermaine, Brother Benny, stand up. <laughs> Brother Jermaine... <laughs> Was almost about Brother Bennett's size. What was that machine you was working out on? The Bowflex. Bowflex. Now, when I saw him working out on that, I was like, you know, cool. So I called myself, I'm going to get connected to him, so I goes on the outside with him, and I go to working out on it. Well, y'all see the resemblance? Well, you, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do myself like that. But look at here. If I would have stayed connected to him, I would have been like this. But because I disconnected, thank y'all. Thank you, Brother Jermaine. So, <laughs> Tiffany, what is so funny? You laughing at me? No, no, but listen. So this is what I'm saying. When you connect yourself with something or someone, see, stand up, Brother Kenneth. See, when I met Brother Kenneth, he couldn't read well. I don't know if he could read at all. What, you had a third, fourth grade education? And so finally, when he made his connection, with me through the supernatural, God opened him up and he began to read. Now let me show you what the supernatural does above the natural. Out of everyone that was on the blue bus and everyone that attended the service, no one could, they barely could remember, sister, what I preached that Sunday. You would ask them what the pastor preached about, they didn't know. But if you go to Brother Kenneth, he can preach every syllable from the start to the end. He can replicate the whole sermon without anything because he connected the supernatural and he listened. And he can, he can preach it. I mean, if I do any little breaks and say, oh, you're listening to me, he knew every word to say. 
So what am I saying? When you connect yourself and you understand the supernatural, then the super, it goes above the natural. Most of us are comfortable with just operating in the natural. Because in the natural, we can use our defeats and our shortcomings as something to hold on to that would not progress us. So we have something because what happens, we become afraid of the supernatural because we can't see the supernatural in the natural. So we have to hold on to what we can touch, feel, and see in the natural. Let me, let me give you a, a witness here. Elisha and the lad were standing there. And there was a war getting ready to go on. Well, all the lad can see in the natural was everyone that was out there to fight against him, but he could not see through the supernatural. So Elijah turned around and said, God, in other words, connect him with me. God opened up the lad's eyes where he can see. So God did a supernatural connection, and then he saw in the spiritual realm what he couldn't see in the natural. See, oftentimes we manipulate ourselves to think that we saw something in the spiritual realm, in the natural, when the Bible say what you see in the natural is temporal. But what you see in the spiritual is eternal. So before it was ever in the natural, it was already in the spiritual. So if you learn to what the Bible say, walk in the spirit, live in the spirit, pray in the spirit, sing in the spirit, then God will apply his supernatural and then you can see in the spiritual what you can't see in the natural. Amen? Amen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so supernatural means it's higher, superior, and above the natural. It means the supernatural has authority over all things that are under the natural laws that God has put in place. Now watch this. No believer should ever be saying the devil is on my tracks or pray for me because the devil, if that's going on, you have not made your divine connection to God in the supernatural. Why? Because he says greater is he that is where? So you have no business giving yourselves under subjection to no demonic spirit because he said that he has given us power over devils and you can cast them out. But you have to be connected to the supernatural. Now when people see you are connected to the supernatural, I don't blame them from questioning everything because I'm going to get to it in a minute. You have two different supernaturals that you have to be aware of. Amen. So now it, it means the supernatural has authority. Everyone say authority. authority. Now look what the Bible says. And what, we confess this. I can do what? Through who? Christ. Because I am supernaturally connected to him. So I can do, I am not limited by your opinions, what you think, what you feel. I'm not limited by Anything. The only one that can limit me is my lack of faith and belief. Amen? So now we can conclude that the supernatural rules over the earth and everything under the sun is controlled and determined by the supernatural. See, when Jesus was afar off and he saw the fig tree, he was hungry. Well, it wasn't the season of figs, but if you understand the supernatural, you don't work in seasons. 
Because when Jesus got to the fig tree and there was no figs, he cursed it. Even though the scriptures say it wasn't the season to bear, but when the king of kings and the Lord of lords and the God of gods come present, then everything changes. Because it has to accommodate you. So watch what the Bible say. Why do we worry about tomorrow, what we're going to eat, what we're going to wear, and all of this? He said, for tomorrow have its own problems. He wants us to live in today. He gave us supernatural power today to live in today because we're defeated worrying about tomorrow and we can't deal with the demons for today. This is why you keep saying, Satan, I bind you in the name of Jesus. And next week, you're saying it again. Satan, I bind you in the name of Jesus. Why? Because you cannot bind him. The Bible says you have to ignore him. See, when you speak to him, you're engaging him. See, when, 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 when Eve was in the garden and she began to talk back to the serpent, she began to engage him. So the Bible say, ignore the devil and he'll flee from you. Yeah. Amen? Amen? So in other words, everything is controlled in the natural by the supernatural. The supernatural is something or manifestation that cannot be explained by any known natural laws. It cannot be explained. Natural laws cannot explain the supernatural. Supernatural lets you do above and beyond what you can do in the natural. Amen? Amen? Man calls supernatural manifestations, miracles, signs, and wonders, magic, witchcraft, psychic, and spiritual manipulation. Jesus walking on the water, turn to Matthew chapter 14, verse 22 through 32. When Jesus walking on the water, it's supernatural because under the natural laws that govern the earth, no man can walk on water since it is not solid. So that was natural. And so what Jesus did is that he went above the natural because of the supernatural. Look what Matthew says. And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into the, a ship and to go before him under the, unto the other side while he, spent, while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves for the wind was contrary and in the fourth watch of the night Jesus went unto them walking on the sea supernatural see he went against gravity he went against natural laws because he is God and God set the natural laws in order that's why when you have hurricanes earthquakes and all of that it is not the devil it is natural laws that God already set in place for the time for it to happen amen so through all of that in verse 27 because verse 26 says that they were troubled saying in the spirit saying it is a spirit and they cried out for fear but straightway Jesus spoke and said be of good cheer it is it is I be not afraid. Peter answered, now watch this. For everyone that say, well, Jesus was God. Well, here's Peter. He answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, then bid me or command me uh, come to come unto thee underwater. And he said, come. See, that was faith. He said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind bolsterous, he was afraid and began to sink. He cried, Lord, save me. 
And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hands and caught him and said unto him, O thou of what little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? In other words, you was doing so good, Peter. At what part did you doubt? I don't know who I'm talking to, but listen, all of us, I'm talking to all of us, because there are some issues in our life. We were doing so good, and then things change. So we have to go back. I told you all the secret to my success, not speaking about materialistic things, but my secret to my success spiritually is, is that when I don't see the supernatural or the light that Jesus came that we may have life and have it more abundantly, when I don't see all of those things flowing in my life, I have to go back and research to find out where did I, I doubt at? Where did I doubt? Where did I lose hope? What did I lose faith at? Where? Because I should see a supernatural manifestation of God's power in my life. Amen? What I say should be. Amen? If I speak it, it should be. After all, the Bible says, watch what the Bible says. The Bible says that God can do exceedingly, come on. What else? Above, come on. Supernatural, above. All that you can what? Ask or what? Think. So see, you, so what are you saying, Bishop? You can think yourself into blessings. You can open your mouth and you can speak yourself into blessings. But you can't have no doubt. You have to have faith. See? Amen. Now, I, I told you all, it's two types of supernatural powers. All powers belong to God. This is a known truth and indisputable. And it is with authority that he created the world. In Matthew 28 and 18, in the NIV version, then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and in earth has been given unto me. Who has all authority? Jesus. Genesis 1 and 1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So we also know that Lucifer rebelled against God. Ain't that's right? And God cast him out of what? Heaven. But watch this. God did not strip him of his power. See, God didn't strip him of his power. As Satan, the devil, he still exercises the supernatural power God gave him when he was created and also demons working for him. Remember, the Bible says every time the sons of God went to God, they went to God. Satan was kicked out of heaven, but he was still had access. And God said, where are you going? He said, to and fro. He said, what? Looking for whom I may devour. He said, have you considered my servant Job? Now watch this. He said, yeah, but you have a hedge around him. If you remove the hedge, I'll make him cuss you to your face. Now I told you, God didn't strip him of his supernatural power. He said, okay, I'm going to remove it, but you can touch his body, but you can't touch his soul. I hope y'all got that. God kicked him out of heaven, but God did not strip him of his supernatural power. And it was proven all through the scripture. That's why the Bible say that Satan can transform himself into an angel of light. And he also have ministering spirits. Amen? Amen. So now watch this here. Uh, so we, we understand that. He still uh, have the right and still exercise supernatural power. God didn't tell him now that you're no longer in heaven, you have no more power. 
The Bible even tells you that you need to be mindful of your adversary, the devil, for he's seeking whom he may devour. Don't never think that Satan is powerless because God didn't strip him of his power. If God stripped him of his power, then why is it that he's still operating? And in fact, why is it that every time you bind him, he get a loose? He must have an agent on the inside or you're not binding him right or he just simply, you can't do it. It is not in the word of God. Amen? So man is not able to exercise. Now I know some of you are saying, wait a minute now. What? Hold on, Bishop. You're doing good till you went to saying that God didn't strip. Say, it's in his word. You don't just walk from, from earth to heaven and God kicked him out, but he was still able to access it. Yeah, still, still, still operating to this day. See? Because he's a spirit. And the natural law says it is not lawful for a spirit to operate without a body here on earth. So that's why we are spirits inside of the body. And the Holy Spirit lives in us. Now watch this. That's supernatural to be filled with the spirit. Well, why isn't it supernatural before you were saved, before you were filled with the spirit, you had devils in you? How they got in there? Manifestation. What you are connected to. Who you are connected to. So man is not able to exercise supernatural power because he is housed in human body that is created to operate under natural laws. However, man can tap into the supernatural to change the natural to the state of things he desires. If you don't believe me, ask Elijah. Elijah said, you know what? I desire for it not to rain for three years and six months. He desired that, spoke it, and it happened in the supernatural. God sent fire down when Elijah called for fire from heaven. Elijah outran the wagon and the horses. All of this is supernatural that we have to understand, the supernatural manifestation of God. Amen? Don't you know that there are people who have had spiritual out-of-body experiences. You know, we don't understand these things because we operate so much in the natural. See, it was supernatural up there in the mountain when Jesus took Peter, James, and John, and they saw Elijah and Moses, and they said, wow, did not our heart. He did a supernatural transformation right there before them to let them see. Amen. Here's John, natural man like us. John said, I was in the spirit in the book of Revelation on the Lord's day. And the spirit took me, showed me. If you want to see what's going on in the spiritual, you have to operate in the supernatural. You have to believe in God. You have to trust God. Because, see, God is not going to show you anything that's going to hamper your understanding of him or confuse you. This is why you have to get to know him. The Bible says that if you get to know him and believe in him and trust in him, then he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Now, we talked about the two supernaturals. Number one, the positive supernatural. The positive supernatural is the authority and power of light. It is the power of truth. The positive supernatural is the authority and power of Almighty God. It is positive because it is not for evil. Y'all get this now. 
but for good. The power of God can do any and all things. It is for good, repair lives, make people happy, heals the wounded and afflicted and oppressed, open closed doors, favored and blessed people, bring good and, gl and glorify God. That's the, that's, the, that's the positive supernatural. Now watch this here. Here Jesus, he gets there and he knows where his disciples are. So Jesus took a trip and he walks through the door. Supernatural. He walked out of time through eternity and back in time. And they looked and they thought it was a ghost. And Jesus bring me some meat. In other words, have you ever seen a ghost eat meat? See? So he endured all things. And watch this here. He says, to them that believe the same works and even greater shall you do. But we have to operate in the supernatural. We have to operate in faith. I'm going to tell you what faith is. Let me cover this negative supernatural. The negative supernatural is the authority and power being exercised by the devil and his demons. It is used for evil to harm, afflict, oppress, depress, steal, bind, and kill people. It is used for destruction and torturing people. Because when you look at the negative supernatural, that's why the Bible speaks about God has empowered us to destroy strongholds. Because that's what's going on in your life. The devil is using the evil part of supernatural to keep you in captivity. And the Bible says that God anointed us that we destroy and break those yokes. Strongholds, not strongholds holding you physically, it's spiritually. See, we're moving around every day doing what we want to do, going to work, eating what we're doing and all of that. But as soon as the devil wants to, to, to put you like a puppet, all he has to do is show up and he take away all your joy. Somebody that you hate on your job, somebody you don't like, somebody made you mad, somebody made you angry, and you standing there with your friends having a good time talking about how you danced, and girl, we had a good time. Man, I met so many people, and then the devil said, okay, I'll shut it down. Soon as you open your mouth and say, oh, I thank God how good God is. Girl, how you doing? I'm blessed and highly favored. The devil said, oh, yeah, watch this. Send that person walking by, and there you go. All your joy is gone. All your peace is gone. And the first thing you say, you, you, you can recognize it, but you have nothing to fight against it. Y'all know the words we use? Oh, let me go, girl, because you go to the devil just showed up. Yeah. And then you come to church and say, pray for me because the devil is on my tracks trying to make me turn back. See, if you have supernatural power, then you will love your enemy, do good by your enemy, speak to them, love on them. Why? Because the Bible say love everything. Supernatural supersedes the natural. So, how to tap into the supernatural? Everybody shout faith. faith. Faith is the key to unlocking the supernatural power of God. Faith is believing and acting upon God's word. See, you don't run to the car lot and say, I want a Cadillac. But uh, I'm going to go there and lay my hands on it. And I'm going to claim it. And then, watch this, you get the Cadillac. Six months later, you can't make the payment. And then you say, the devil took my car. <laughs> when you asked God for it, and God gave it to you, right? How many of y'all can testify to that? Don't be, don't be scared. But now, here's what you lack. 
that I learned. I had to learn this. God, you know I've been wanting this kind of car, God. And I've done everything that you asked me to do. So God, based on my faithfulness, but God, don't just give me the car. I need you to bless me with the finances to pay the car note where I won't bring no shame to the kingdom. And have to put my lackness, blaming it on the devil. Have you not read that Baal said, go and curse them. He went back and he said, didn't I tell you to curse them? How can I curse what God has blessed? So we have to get the whole package of everything that God does. So faith is the key to unlocking the supernatural power of God. Faith is believing and acting upon God's word. Faith is essential to the man that wants God to intervene in his life. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Hebrews 11 and 1, now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Hebrews 11 and 6, and without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists. And that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So as long as Peter had faith, he walked on the water. And when he began to fear and look at the sea and the storm, he began to seek. It took faith on Moses' part to tap in the supernatural power of God to make water flow out of the rock for the people to drink. Faith is the key to supernatural manifestation of the power of God. Faith eliminates fear, doubt, and worries. Faith connects you to the supernatural. According to thy faith, Jesus said, be it unto you. The woman that had to issue blood, he said, woman, thy faith has made, so if you're lacking of whatever, peace, love, joy, happiness, money, prosperity, prosperity means increase. If you're lacking in any area of your life from increasing it has nothing to do with the devil but everything to do with you because where there is no faith God cannot manifest it and see watch this here watch this here most of the time what goes on with most of us is this is that if it don't happen immediately we lose hope because we feel that it's not going to happen what it is it's just your faith see I'm going to talk about Brother Jermaine again because I know most of y'all can only understand things in the natural. Now, I think the last competition you just did, Brother Jermaine, you got some first place trophies, right? But he would tell you it wasn't always like that. He had to accept some, well, maybe I may be wrong. Let me back up. He, you ever had some second place, some third places? 16th place. Now, he could have gave up and said, man, I'm, I'm, I'm missing JB's barbecue <laughs> now. I just had to throw that one in. I'm missing all of this, and I'm coming in 16th place. What is it worth? Pumping all that iron and all of that sweating in the gym, and I'm 16th place. But guess what? He stayed connected, and he kept going, and kept going, and kept going. What he was doing, he was exercising his faith. Now, I think last competition I saw, he had a whole row of trophies. So what am I saying to you? Don't give up. Keep exercising your faith. You know, the first time I tried to exercise my faith in the supernatural, my wife would tell you, the church laughed at me. I was under my, my pastor, and it was a woman in a wheelchair. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I got the power of God. She can walk. Get up, woman, and walk. You have the power of God on you. Walk. And stood up, and she collapsed. And, boy, that's when it went. You think I'm sweating now. I was sweating and praying and hollering and screaming, and God wasn't answering 
because I wasn't, I had not tapped into the supernatural. I was working in the natural. I saw things happening that were supernatural, but I was like Simon the Saucer. I thought I can do it just because I said I'm saved. But I realized I had to be connected to God for the supernatural. And I didn't give up. I kept laying hands on people and kept praying. And when I got tapped into the supernatural, I started seeing the manifestation of God's word doing where people was being healed. So here's another thing you need to understand. Faith connects you to the supernatural. Now, number two, be born again and live a holy life. So being born again in the sonship in God is being born into a supernatural life. The life of God is a supernatural life. Anyone who receives that, that life receives a supernatural life. I'm going to move on a little quicker now. Follow with me. I want to encourage you to make a decision right now for Jesus and get connected to the positive supernatural. Most people, even believers, they are connected to the negative supernatural. This is why they focus more and they can tell more what the devil is doing and nothing what God is doing. It's because they are tuned in naturally to the negative part of it. You have to get away from that negative vibes. And you have to deal with the positive. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. You got to get used to that part to say as uh, Elder Johnson said, I had to realize if I want a bigger blessing, I got to get away from the $5 giving. See, because to whom much is given, much is expected in return. See, we want to always receive something from God, but you better make sure you understand what it requires. Go back and read Jabez. I know everybody read the prayer of Jabez, and we start confessing that, Lord, increase. But you need to go back and read what Jabez said, because he asked God to give me some stability. Level my life off. See? Because you can get into richness and start forsaking God. Just think about how most people do now. They get a $5 raise on their job, they stop going to church. They get a new car, they no longer want to pick you up to take you to church, let alone to the store. They won't even stop by your house. They'll blow and keep going. Because they don't want you touching it. So the problem of it is, is that we have to ask God, God, teach me how to handle a blessing. Come on. See? See, God know he couldn't let me be like Brother Jermaine. Because I'd probably be walking around, I wouldn't be preaching. I'd be walking around the neighborhood like that in the hood, all buffed up, you know. <laughs> Waiting on you to look at me crazy. You got a problem? You know. Now I walk around there cursing. <laughs> yeah, church did me bad. They made me play Santa Claus one year. So I want y'all to get this because this is what God wants us to be. He wants us to live in the supernatural. Holy living is strength, John 1 and 2. Yet to all who receive him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become the children of God. In Leviticus chapter 19, verse 1 and 2, the Lord said to Moses, Speak to the entire assembly of Israel and say to them, Be holy because I, the Lord, your God, am holy. In Psalms 82, 6 and 8, describes who we are. God told them, he say, If you, you know, if, if, he said, Look, have not I told you that ye are God's? I mean, that, that's written. 
That's written. I have said ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. But ye shall die like men, and fall like one of the princes. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for thou shalt inherit. So he said, you are gods. Even though you're going to die as men, you have the flesh, but ye are gods. In other words, you have the supernatural power of God. You, you see those people doing witchcraft and all of that? This ain't something they studied. They were born with it. It is a part of it. They didn't have to study for it. It's just naturally a part of you. This is why you see your children, even you, you were able to create things that wasn't there or draw things that wasn't there. It's just a part. We're like God. He created us in his image, but if we are not connected with God, then we're connected with Satan. I tell parents this all the time. There's no in-between. Either your children belong to God or they belong to the devil. Even Jesus says, Satan is your father. Satan has children. He said, he's the father of lies. That's your father. I tell parents all the time, if you don't give them to Jesus, you already gave them to Satan. So when they start doing all that evil stuff and you see what's going on, it's because of the decisions that you made. This is why the Bible says that, that, that believers ought not to marry non-believers because the children will not be holy. He said, let believers marry believers so you can raise up me some holy children. Are y'all getting this? So if you want to enjoy a supernatural life and manifestation, you have to first live a clean and holy life. Get committed to God in every way. I'm not going to finish all of this. Uh, but I want you all to, I mean, you could throw it away, you could read it. Uh, it, it. I'm not arrogant, it's just that I don't care. Because the Bible say, let every man work out his own soul's salvation. I'm just giving you the tools. Because I want to see you walking in authority. I want to see you walking. Because when you come to me and you say, Pastor, pray for me, the devil is on me. Did that make me feel like I haven't done my job as a pastor? Because I'm supposed to give you the necessary tools to be victorious in your life. That's what Jesus did with his disciples. He gave them the tools by teaching and training them. Now, it doesn't mean you're not going to have some mishaps. You're not going to fall. You're not going to have some defeats. It just simply means you're going to get back up. Why? Because supernaturally, it is not in his word that I stay down. Say a good man will fall seven times, but he'll get back up. Why? It's because of the supernatural power of God that's in my life. Even Jesus became weary and say, Father, if it be thy will, remove this bitter cup, but not my will. That's what we have to do. We have to get rid of our will and allow his will to manifest in our life. We need to be waking up in the morning saying, God, what is it that you want to do through me today? God, how can I assist you today? God, what can I do today that's going to bring positive and, and love and joy into your kingdom? We are the kingdom of God, and we are a force to be reckoned with. Don't you know that you are so important that the angels had to go to God and say, God, what is man that thou are so mindful of him? Because we're the only being that represent God in his wholeness of his essence. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. So we represent God because he say, let us create man in our image and our likeness. 
See, so that's what God did for us. If you know who you are, shout glory. So you got to prove your love to God. Don't just say it. Jesus said, why you call me Lord, but you don't obey. So we have to live by the principles of God. Amen? And we have to understand that applications of the laws and principles, brethren, y'all can come on, uh, connects you to the supernatural power of God. Walking in the word of God opens your life and situation up for the supernatural power for God to intervene and give you the desired miracles. Amen? At the, at, the, at the marriage, now watch this here, because we need to understand this here. In other words, the positive supernatural is triggered off or released by acting upon instructions. Faith is acting upon instructions that God give you. God told Moses, he said, no, Abraham, he said, Abraham, I want you to get up and get out from among your kindreds. Abraham never questioned God, but he got up and left. And God said, hey, by the way, everywhere your foot treads is yours. Abraham, I want you to take your son Isaac. I want you to offer him up as a sacrificial offering. I, Abraham never questioned God, but he did what God said. So faith is acting upon God's word. What do you mean? What do you mean? See, when we walk in the natural, now, Brother Darrell, you walk down that aisle in the natural, and, and I want you to touch Regina on the shoulder. Okay, now come on back. See, that's easy to do. Because it's the natural. I wish I had a handkerchief. So I'm just going to have to trust, Brother Darrell, that you're going to close. You got one? Blindfold. Now, Brother Darrell, I'm going to tell you this. If you don't listen and obey my instructions, Regina going to hit you. Because you're going to mess around and touch her inappropriately. So I, I, I didn't tell you to move. See, that's what happens. We move before God say anything. Then we get in trouble. Now, I want you to take one step to your left. Now, walk forward slowly. Keep your head up. Stop. Take a slight step to your left. Stop. Okay, now slowly walk. Stop. Now this is very careful. Because if you don't listen to me, man, you're going to mess me up. But you don't have the knot upside your head. Now I want you to bend your right arm straight in the front of you. Right there, stop. Now come over a little bit to the right. No, your arm, your hand. Take your hand over a little bit. Stop. Now go down real slow. I got to make sure my glasses not fogged up. Real slow. Stop. Go back to the left a little bit with your hand. Stop. Now stretch out your hand a little bit more. A little bit more. Now go down. Stop. Go over to the right a little bit. Go, now go back to the left a little bit. Lord help us. Go down. Now touch it. All right. You can take it off now. You see, so why did I do that? If we follow, if we follow the word of God by his voice, Jesus said, Lo, I come in the volume of the book. If we learn the first mistake he tried to make, he thought he could just go blindfolded, can't see nothing. But then when he followed instructions, 
What he did the first time was natural because he was able to see it. Secondly, represent the supernatural because he couldn't see it. So we had to rely. So what are you saying? When we're dealing in the supernatural, we cannot see what's in the natural. We have to depend on God to lead us in the supernatural. That way we'll be victorious and we'll stay out of trouble. Amen. Now, come on, give God some hands. Stand up to your feet and give God a hand. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We glorify you. Let your word manifest in our hearts that we will continue to not just obey you, but walk in the supernatural power that you have given to each one of us. God, we thank you that we are victorious. We thank you that we are what you say we are. We thank you that when we open our mouths to speak, we should have whatever we say according to your word. You have not failed us, God. You have not forsaken us, but God, yet it is our lack of faith and belief and trust in you and your word. But I pray this day, God, our mindset would be changed and that we would now, we now understand that when we come to you, we have to first believe that you are God and that you are a reward of them that diligently seek him. From this day forward, Father, I pray everybody that walk by faith and not by sight, everyone that tap into your supernatural power, God, then the blessings of, of what you have promised them, God, what they desire will be manifested to them, God, but all because, God, you will get the glory out of everything. If it's healing, you get the glory. Deliverance, you get the glory. Uh, happiness, joy, peace, you get the glory. Finances, you get the glory. Houses, you get the glory. Land, you get the glory. Cars, you get the glory. Promotions, everything, God, that you may get the glory in everything. And men may see our good works and continue to glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We never like to end any service. We're getting ready to have communion, but before we do that, anyone that needs special prayer, if you need healing or what have you, uh, make your kingdom connection through membership uh, by um, a candidate for letter, a, a baptism, a letter. You may come. You may come forward right now if you want to come. This will seal it during communion, that once we have communion, it'll seal it. We can give you the opportunity to come, not forcing you. For Jesus said, whosoever will, let him come. Man, I know most of you are probably used to uh, them saying in the church, the doors of the church is open. I don't like to use that terminology because Jesus said that he is the door. And Jesus never closes the door. He simply said we have to come through him. So you can make your kingdom connection. When I say kingdom connection, when you, you're not joining a church or movement. You are answering the call. You're making your kingdom connection. And when you make your kingdom connection, then you tap into the supernatural power of God. When you tap into the supernatural power of God, then you begin to do things supernaturally and not just naturally. Amen? Amen. Amen. And, and if y'all don't, don't trust that, then, you know, think about some of the news that you see uh, when people get trapped under cars and you have women or men by themselves or a few of them that go and they actually lift the car up. That's because God at that moment invaded with his supernatural power because we can't do that uh, on our own. It would take a whole lot of us to go out there and raise up a car, you know. So, all right. Uh, while you remain standing, we're going to have a reading of the scripture, and then we're going to have our communion. Pastor Kenneth, you come on right, right here. Yeah, okay. 
I speak as to wise men, judge ye what I say. The cup of blessings which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break is not the communion of the body of Christ. For we being many are one bread and one body, for we are all partakers of that one bread. Behold Israel after the flesh, are not they which eat of the sacrifice partakers of the altar? What say I then that the idol is anything, or, what, or that which we offer in sacrifice to idols is anything? But I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice they sacrifice to devils and not to God. And I would not that ye should have fellowship with devils. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. You cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the table of devils. Do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? Amen. Just remember, just we told you two different supernaturals, one for good, one for evil, positive, negative. The Bible also says there's two tables. And, and, and it's, it's a replica of the table that we bless for God. And that's why he said you can't eat and drink from the devil's table. Man. Father, we ask you in Jesus' name that you would bless this bread that we're about to receive that symbolizes and show forth the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ until he returned. We pray, God, that this bread no longer will be natural, but when it enter our bodies, that you would change it to supernatural. And the cup that we take, God, we pray that you would change it from natural to supernatural, that we may experience, God, the love that you have for us uh, as you gave Jesus to die for us. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen body of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, body of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, you can go ahead and, and, and pass it. Go ahead. You let it down. Blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You can go ahead. As they walk to the distributed, we ask that you wait till everyone is served where we can take it together. Bishop, oh, I'm sorry, Bishop Sam, you can join us if you want to. Yeah. Please forgive me. One day, Jesus died. I know. The blood came streaming down. One day, then the old saint said he never said a mumbling word.
body of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. 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 Blood 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 of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Body of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Body of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. One day. As it is written, Jesus took the bread and gave thanks and blessed it and gave unto his disciples and said, Take and eat, for this is my body. Everyone that has the bread may eat. Likewise, he took the cup, gave thanks and blessed it and said, This is my blood that was shed for many. He that has the cup may drink. If you be so kind to pass your cups to the middle of the aisle and one of the ushers will come through. And as they said that they sung a hymn and went to the garden, out into the garden, you all are dismissed. Y'all have a wonderful day. Enjoy yourselves. And remember, God love you.